Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Thursday, November 10th. Today is a first alert weather day because of Hurricane Nicole. So we're going to go straight to the Live 5 first alert weather desk for the latest on the forecast. And good Thursday morning to you. Meteorologist Joey Sovine here as we continue to track Tropical Storm Nicole. First alert weather day today and tomorrow. Some rain heavy at times, some coastal flooding, windy at times as well. Also an isolated tornado threat, especially this afternoon through tomorrow morning. Tropical storm warnings continue to be in effect up and down our coast. Wind gusts over 40 miles per hour possible in a few spots today and tomorrow. Rainy at times today, breezy and warmer. Temperatures getting up into the mid 70s this afternoon will only fall tonight to around 70 degrees, so it will be warmer, muggier. That will lead to some storms as a possibility, including some isolated tornadoes that we'll have to keep an eye out for. Tomorrow looks like all this starts to get out of here by late in the day. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning Y'all is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org slash careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. And now here are your news headlines for this Thursday. In preparation for Nicole's impact right here in the Low Country, schools and government offices have announced schedule changes. You can head over to live5news.com and see which school districts are switching to e-learning and the schools that have canceled classes after school activities as well for both today and tomorrow. The Charleston Airport is also monitoring Nicole and will make any announcements on runway closures on social media. Airport officials urge you to make sure you check with your airlines for information about flight cancellations or delays. Airlines across the country have already canceled close to 2,000 flights ahead of Nicole. Well, the man accused of helping former attorney Alec Murdoch and suspended attorney Corey Fleming divert nearly $2 million from clients and is back in court this week. Former Palmetto State Bank CEO Russell Lafitte is charged with conspiracy to commit wire fraud, bank fraud, and misapplication of bank funds. Yesterday, the defendant's cousin and Jean Seckinger, a partner at Murdoch's old firm, took the stand. In her testimony, Seckinger said the firm first became suspended of Murdoch in June of 2021. They worried that he might be hiding money related to cases from the boat crash that killed Mallory Beach and approached him the morning of his wife and son's murder. She also said when they began to investigate Murdoch, she trusted Lafitte. This trial is expected to last through November 18th and Lafitte is expected to take the stand. South Carolina lawmakers likely final attempt to impose tighter abortion restrictions by the end of the year has fallen short. State House leaders say that means this bill is dead for the year. The House of Representatives first passed a ban on abortion from conception with very limited exceptions. The Senate said it didn't have the votes to pass as restrictive of a bill, so it passed an adjustment to the state's current law, which bans most abortions after six weeks. The six-member conference committee then reconvened for a second time yesterday to try to work out another bill. With no compromise, the Senate adjourned, effectively killing this legislation for the rest of the year. 
While lawmakers technically still have until Sunday to reach and pass a compromise, House Speaker Merle Smith says the bill is dead. So lawmakers will have to wait until next year to introduce new abortion legislation. Authorities have made an arrest in connection to a November 6th shooting in the Adams Run area. Charleston County deputies arrested 18-year-old Khalif Munjin yesterday. They say he faces nine counts of assault and battery of a high and aggravated nature, two counts of discharging a firearm into a dwelling, among other charges. According to the sheriff's office, witnesses reported that someone in a car had opened fire around 2 p.m. on Jupiter Hill Road, hitting two homes. A second shooting took place nearby about an hour later, and a victim was shot in the leg. Deputies are still working to determine if Munjin was involved in that second shooting. A man from Monk's Corner is facing charges after being accused of sexually assaulting a teen in St. George. According to Dorchester County deputies, 28-year-old Barry Segura was charged with three counts of criminal sexual conduct with a minor and forcible activity. Arrest affidavits say the victim's mother told officers that victim had been sexually assaulted. The victim's mother then became suspicious in 2018 when Segura was performing a sexual act while the victim was present. After going through Segura's phone on August 26th, the victim's mother began to worry and asked the victim if Segura had ever had sexual assault uh, with them. Now, the victim was not comfortable talking about that incident, but wrote a voluntary statement to deputies. Segura's bond was set at $225,000, and according to Segura's attorney, he's denying all of those allegations. Well, people who live off of Southwick Drive on Johns Island have had some major concerns over traffic and flooding in the area. One developer is proposing 160 townhomes to go there in the coming months, which residents say could make matters worse. Anna Harris spoke with some of these people and tells us what they had to say. The overwhelming reaction I got is they are not fully against development. They just don't want as many units as the developer is proposing. So they say with more units could bring more drivers on the roads and more water flowing in their backyards. With many cars driving on Southwick Drive at high speeds, Karen Buckley says she has seen eight vehicles drive into the ditch in her yard in the last three years. As you can see by these pictures that Buckley took from her driveway, this curving road is a danger for drivers. According to Charleston Police Department, the surrounding roads like Maybank Highway and Brownswood Road have had three deadly crashes since 2019. This is right where Middleburg Communities is planning to develop multifamily homes. Middleburg Communities is proposing to rezone 16 acres of land from about 128 homes at one unit per acre to at least 160 homes at six units per acre. The developers would not speak on camera, but they did tell me they will put a conservation easement on the surrounding wetlands to to prevent anyone from developing on it in the future. Buckley says flooding is also a major concern. The developers haven't actually been here during the rain. I encourage them, the rain is coming the next two days, Friday to go out, walk the property, see how the ditches don't work, see what actually happens in real time. The city of Charleston will be deciding whether this property will be rezoned to multifamily next Wednesday, November 16th. On Johns Island, Anna Harris, Live 5 News. On this date in 1775, the United States Marines were organized under the authority of the Continental Congress. So happy 247th anniversary. On this date in 1951, customer dialed long distance telephone service began. The mayor of Englewood, New Jersey, called the mayor of Alameda, California without having to place the call through an operator. 
And on this date in 1969, a children's television program called Sesame Street premiered on national educational television, which was the predecessor of PBS. Celebrating birthdays today, country singer Donna Fargo turns 81. Actor Jack Scalia is 72. Actor comedian Sinbad is 66. Actress Mackenzie Phillips from One Day at a Time is 63. Comedian Tracy Morgan is 54. Actress Ellen Pompeo is 53. And country singer Miranda Lambert is 39. Be sure to download the Live 5 First Alert weather app. It's free at your device's app store. It'll help make sure you're ready for any impacts from Nicole. And be sure to check in with Live 5 News on the air and online for the latest. For Morning Y'all, I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Morning Y'all. Produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.